It's time for Hey.com. This is the podcast where we help you grow your customer community through helpful how-to videos. My name is Dane Golden, and today we have Dusty Porter. Welcome, Dusty. What's going on, Dane? I love the intro. You're one of a kind, my friend. That is a way to open a show. It's got me pumped up. It's got me ready to go. Uh, yeah, one of a kind. That's one of those great compliments. You don't know if it's good or bad, but we'll keep moving. I want to <laughs> make sure we, we list some of your great things you do. The YouTube Creators Hub podcast, the TubeBuddy Express podcast, and the Dusty Porter YouTube channel where you do technology tutorials. Dusty, what are you all about? So I pride myself on being able to help people um, – whether it be on you know something related to technology, whether they just got a new smartphone or a new smart device and they want to know how to do something, uh, the videos that I create on my YouTube channel uh, will live on forever, and we'll talk about that here later on in the show. But it's 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 in hopes of of bringing them um, out of where they are to where they don't know anything about the device or they don't know how to do a specific thing on the device, and I help them do that. And then with my podcast, uh, being on YouTube for almost eight or nine years now, I have uh, just taken the experience experience and the conversations that I've had with other successful creators. And I've put that in podcast form and I interview creators just like myself, just like yourself. And I talk with them about YouTube, their strategies, their techniques. And so basically I want to help other people get their messages heard. Uh, and then I also want to help people understand technology just a little bit better. And, and you have such a special combination of talents and experiences, which is why I wanted to have you on. So what we do on this podcast is we focus on helpful how-to videos that can help businesses grow their customer communities. And you have this combination of experiences. And particularly, I want to start by asking you, how long have you been doing your own channel where you help people with essentially tech tutorials, how to use software? How long have you been doing this? Well, if you look at my channel, you're going to see that it's a, around nine years old, but uh, that's that's not really the, the truth of the matter. Um, I created a, a tutorial video when I was uh, much younger than I am now, uh, and I, I just basically created it for one person, and YouTube was the platform to do that on, and I sent them the link. Well, little did I know, about a year or so later... YouTube uh, contacted me and said, hey, listen, this video is performing really well. Would you like to monetize and make money from this video? And of course, I was like, well, duh, that just makes sense. Uh, and so I you know, applied for the partner program. I began to hone my skills in screencasting. Uh, I was already intrigued and interested in radio. I, I, I was into acting as uh, you know, growing up in high school. And so uh, presentation was something that kind of came naturally to me. And I just really kind of jumped into it. So as far as doing it uh, full time, I've been doing it full time now for about three years. Uh, but I've been doing the how-to videos on and off for about seven years now total. And, and I love that word screencasting. I use it a lot, but not everyone knows what it is. Could you explain that? Yeah, so screencasting is the um, the process of recording your screen, and, and the way that you and I use it a lot is 
we will record our screen as we're doing a task, as we're showcasing software, as we're showcasing a demo of how to do a certain task. Um, recently, I just uploaded a video today to my YouTube channel, um, and it was a how-to video of how to uh, a getting starting starting guide, um, a getting starters guide for Adobe Audition uh, CC, which is an uh, you know an audio editor. And I I did that. It was about a 15 minute long screencast where I captured my screen, I recorded a voiceover on top of that. And I showed people how to use the software. And, and this is the type of thing that you would never see on television. Very common on YouTube. But no one on TV would ever take 15 minutes and just show a screen moving around, right? And that's just one of the ways that YouTube is so different than than TV video, right? Yeah, and that's kind of how I built my channel. Um, it's it's very hard for me um, when when I'm running with 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 people or talking with other creators. The majority of the, the the people I speak with on YouTube are either vloggers or they are people doing entertainment uh, in YouTube. I speak to very few people uh, who are doing how to and instructional content. Now, I will recommend that regardless of the niche or the type of videos you create, uh, if you sprinkle in a little little tutorial, a little how-to video every now and then, you're going to see a big jump in numbers. You're going to see a big jump in subscribers and retention and things like that because everyone is always looking to how to do something. But you're right. You're not going to turn on ABC or NBC and see someone showing you how to do or how to put together a crib or how to run Photoshop <laughs> or <laughs> something that I had but, to do very recently, by the way. But what we have seen is a lot of software companies, at least with their own software, they've been using tutorials, helpful videos, and uploading those to YouTube because there's a lot of people searching for how to do You're doing it for Adobe. They do it also for themselves. Often the influencer videos will, like yours will get more views or find a niche of something that the brand isn't covering. But it's a very effective way of businesses sharing what they know, whether it's their own brand or some tool that works with their brand or product, correct? Correct. And what I've found is that I will have companies reach out to me. Um, I've had companies like Musical.ly. I've even, I even had Facebook and Instagram reach out to me. Um, I have had companies like Streamlabs, which is a, a very big company in, in the Twitch and the streaming uh, world right now. They find my videos on YouTube and they ask me, they say, hey, uh, would you be willing to accept uh, a specific amount of money or would you take uh, an affiliate uh, referral fee or what would you you know, take from us in order for us to be able to use the video that you've already created because basically it makes it easier for them. And then I also have the other side of things where companies are approaching me and they're saying, hey, Dusty, we've seen your YouTube channel. We think you do great work. Would you be willing to make us a, a set of or a suite of how-to videos? Uh, and a lot of those I don't ever get credit for. They say, listen, we don't want this to be affiliated with your YouTube channel at all. We just want you to be the voice and the, uh, the kind of the driver here on these videos, and I've done it that way as well. Okay, so here's the challenge with a lot of how-to videos is that they're, they're long tail, and, and when businesses look at a video or they think of video, they think of it more, a, lo a lot of times, they think of it more like a commercial or a campaign. We're going to make this video, it's going to come out on YouTube, business will happen, it will conclude, but that's not always how it works, is it? 
No, that's not the kind of content I create. Um, I create what's called evergreen content. Um, and just for example, to keep on the same kind of streamline to what I've been talking about, um, the video that I released today on Adobe Audition, I mean, it, it very well, in the first 48 hours, it may have three, 400 views, but by June of next year, you know, it may be up to around 50 or 60,000. Um, you know, what I did about, a video. Let me interrupt yeah, you. And I want to ask uh, on your channel currently, how old are some of your top videos? Oh, it's it's amazing. Um, some of the videos that perform the best for me, I have a video tutorial showing people how to use the Google Form system, about a 20-minute video. That video gets me about three to 4,000 views a day, a day. And When did it, it come it, out? It came out about four years ago. So I think we see this a lot, particularly with tech how-to videos, is that they can keep performing for years and years, but, mm -hmm. but how do you think that that long tail effect, particularly for a, a SaaS platform or a software company or a tech company, how, how do you think that that might change how they think this long tail effect about campaigns in general? You have to think of the video as a business card, as a type of uh, something that's going to live and breathe for uh, a long and extended amount of time. And in order to do that, as a creator, you've got to have data. And I have data on because of YouTube and, and different things that I've done on spreadsheets that allow me to show companies, hey, listen, this is what YouTube videos can do and how-to and tutorial videos do. But as a company, you've got to understand that you're in this for the long game. And when someone creates a video tutorial, Years down the road, it may still be driving clients and business to your company, to your software, and, and understanding that is, is, is a little difficult to wrap your head around, but you're right. It is important and crucial, and I'm trying to do a better job of, of kind of evangelizing that, uh, that point myself. So I often equate this to what we think of as content marketing, which is mostly blogs and, and also podcasts, but with blogs, they're so searchable and we find them year after year. In fact, a lot of companies, they remove the dates from their blog content marketing because those are good for years and years. Now, how do we, how do we think of that when it comes to video? Is it sort of similar to that on YouTube? Oh, it's 100% similar in that I'm getting a lot of the majority of my traffic a lot of days is coming from Google when people are searching. And you're right, removing the dates is critical because if you put, oh, 2018 or 2019, some people will shy away from clicking on that, which is why I have, you know, in my, my more recent years have, have refrained from putting um, dates in my thumbnails and dates in my titles and descriptions because I want people to not be hesitant to click on my video just because they see a timestamp on there because a lot of these videos will live on. I've got Photoshop tutorials that people are still watching seven, eight years down the line. And so with that being said, you've got to understand a video can perform like a blog. It can perform like a podcast if you are thinking of it that way when you are scripting your video, when you're producing the video. And people think, oh, you just record your screen, you edit and you upload. It's like an hour and you're done. No. For a 15-minute how-to video, I could spend upwards of 8, 10, 12 hours just on the editing because I want to make sure that everything is just right. Now, what, what would you say to a marketer who says, listen, nobody's going to want to watch us move a mouse around a screen. That's not marketing. That's something else, and it doesn't help our business goals. What would you say to that? 
I'd say they're in the wrong industry. I don't know that 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 to me is 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 just it's baffling. And, and there are people who feel that way. Um, but here's the thing. And this is the thing that's going to blow people's minds when they really think about this. People always have questions. That's one thing people will always have. They will always have questions on how to do something. If you make the onboarding process of your software easier by creating a couple of three or four minute videos to help onboard your users, you're going to have a much better experience as a user of that software of whatever you're, you're trying out than you would be if they just said, okay, here's the download key, go and use it. We have a couple of Q and A's and this is what I hear from software companies all the time. I had a very big web company, uh, say they've tried the whole Q and A, they've tried the whole customer support. But when I made them four, three or five minute videos and they embedded those on their, on their basically about the how to section of their website, they said it, it reduced the amount of calls, the amount of customer requests for, for that specific piece of software by 60%. Wow. That, that is a huge number. And, and this isn't, I'm not going to mention their name because I don't, I don't want to throw anybody out there that doesn't want to be on, on, you know, out there. But what I will say is this, that company came Won't to me. Won't say it, and had, but it, remi- it rhymes with Microsoft. But just <laughs> I wish, right? I wish. Uh, but the thing is, is that that company has since come to me, and I've I've been allowed to to share their story with other companies that have approached me. And every time I create these suite of videos, whether I'm the voice person who's voicing the videos or I'm making the videos all together, they've always come back to me and say that said that it does two things: it reduces the amount of inquiries that they have from customers which is amazing, allows you to do more business, allows you to create more new things. And number two, every review that that happens for that software ends up mentioning, oh, the whenever I downloaded the software, the onboarding process was so much easier and these videos made it so much more helpful. And that's all I ever hear from companies after they've understood that. And, and also, until that software changes, Dane, those videos are good to go and you never have to touch them. But even so, with as you said, with some of your Photoshop, it, it changes but some of the basic principles, the tabs may rearrange, mm-hmm. but some of the basic principles remain the same. Always, yeah, they, they, they remain the same. You're exactly right. And, and you're a real pro at this, but what are a couple of tips people might think about when they're creating their own helpful how-to videos mm-hmm. for YouTube about their software that they might mm-hmm. think about? We've got three things. Number one, audio first. If people can't hear you, if they can't understand what you're saying, there's no point in you getting on the screen and showing them what to do. Because one of the worst things you can do is put up a video where the audio is 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 where you cannot understand what they're saying. So always remember, you want to have good audio on top of your screencast for your how-to videos. Number two, the shorter the better. Now, I've made 40-minute how-to videos, and they've done really well for me. But that video, I've seen people make two hours. And so the more concise you can make a how-to video, the quicker you can get the person to the answer they're trying to reach. Uh, I, I do something every year. I always get the new iPhone. And what I do is when I unbox the iPhone, as opposed to looking at all the new bells and whistles, something that I do is I get on there, I go to Google, I see what questions, what concerns people are having for that device. I go and I make two or three videos Every year when I get my iPhone and every year hundreds of thousands of views come in on those videos because I'm helping people very quickly get an answer to a question they're asking on a new device that they just unboxed. And that iPhone is 100% deductible. 
You got that right. <laughs> okay. Now, now I know you do off screen. You're never on screen, I don't think, in any of your tutorials. Is it better to be off screen or on screen if you're, say, a tech company talking about your products or services? So this is a good question. Um, as a YouTuber, as a creator wanting to grow a YouTube channel, I think I've probably done a very poor job of putting myself out there. I just recently rebranded uh, to, to, to have my channel resemble my first and last name. It was something that was completely irrelevant to that before, which has really helped me out. But if you are a company, um, let's say you're company A and you want to create some how-to videos and you hire someone like myself to, to produce these videos for you, you don't want that person's face to be related to your software. I mean, they're not a developer. All they are is just a creator creating the videos. And so I found that when you're doing how-to videos like that, yeah, it makes it more personal. But if you are a, a SaaS company or a software company, you may just want to leave that person just to be the voice of that video as opposed to showing their face. Now, if you're on YouTube, um, you can you can do what Steve Dotto does, who's another fantastic creator who does how-to content, and he puts his face on all of his videos, and I think he's seen some success from that. So I think you really got to analyze and understand your user base and the people who are coming uh, to use your software and kind of judge it that way. Fantastic. These are very helpful tips, Dusty. Now, how can people find out more about you, what you're doing, all your podcasts, all your other stuff? So I would encourage you guys, if you're looking to, to possibly grow or start a YouTube channel, go to uh, and listen to my podcast called YouTube Creators Hub. And I also have another uh, uh, actionable six to eight minute kind of bite-sized podcast called TubeBuddy Express. Uh, and then if you want to check out what I'm doing, you can just go to DustyPorter.com. Uh, you'll see all my work there um, and Dusty Porter on YouTube and Google and, and all of that good stuff. So uh, I really appreciate you having me on. This has been a blast. It's been great for me. And I listen to that TubeBuddy Express podcast every Friday or Saturday, sometimes when I'm at the gym or whatever on Saturday. So thank you well, for doing that. I appreciate that. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you, Dusty Porter. My name is Dane Golden. I want to thank you, the listener, for joining us today. Hey.com is about helping you grow your customer community through helpful how-to videos. How do you do this? By sharing your expertise. Because when you share your expertise in a way that helps your customers live their lives better, or do their jobs better, you'll earn their loyalty and their trust and their business. Thanks to our special guest, Dusty Porter. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube and wherever you watch social video. And please follow me at LinkedIn or just email me at help at hey.com. Until next week, here's to helping you help your customers through video.